0: The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hello, and welcome to the Sex It With Tim podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And, um, Holly... Oh, so wait, oh, Fuck, that really hurts my voice. That was so
1: fucking funny. <laughs> that wasn't the joke! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so uh, fucking funny. No... <laughs> Really He's actually ones. just gonna die. That's how. That's how. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, let me get to the joke. Um,
0: why don't witches wear underwear? Why? Because they can get a better grip on the broomstick.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that.
0: Or uh, there's another one I had in mind. It was like, uh, how do vampires make their tea?
1: Oh no! Is it a tampon joke? <laughs>
0: You know so
1: well. <laughs> the good old vampire teabag no it's funny because that's what my boyfriend calls them the tea bag. like on the regular he won't say the word tampon but he'll say vampire teabag
0: i mean you know what it, it's valid or like a i know what, what
1: he's th- talking about right
0: right or like okay if casper was a girl what would you call her boobs
1: is it th- boobies boobies yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i almost bought a shirt with that on that and i was like "Mm,
0: which i I love
1: okay we we love it. like i'm 29 wait
0: (laughs) hold the fuck on i totally forgot to introduce you to our audience hi Hi. you're just like an imaginary voice that i'm talking to i am (laughs) obviously (laughs) um
1: i'm holly hi
0: hi okay well first of all listeners we here at sex ed with tim pride ourselves on Diversity, inclusion, and everything representation. So I have decided to invite the epitome of diversity and representation your local, <laughs> friendly neighborhood, basic white bitch.
1: <laughs> the white girl with the podcast. <laughs>
0: truly the peak white Uh, woman missing syndrome like
1: thank you for giving me this platform you know it's it's so difficult to get one (laughs) 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 fuck that was good that was good
0: oh holly i fucking miss Uh, you i miss you Um,
1: How's the
0: pandemic been treating you girl
1: mm, eh. like Eh. it's fine I was lucky enough that I got to work from home. So like I can't complain too much, but like, oh my God, I lost my mind a little bit. I went back to therapy for the first time in like ten years. Oh
0: congrats. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My fellow therapy.
1: Yay. Therapy. It got bad though. I was like, why am I so miserable? I thought I wanted to be home all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like now it's spooky season. You are you are fully erect on camera oh yes
1: absolutely you're
0: soaking wet you've got the rock hard lady boner
1: (laughs) absolutely i spent my entire morning making my halloween costume so i'm like i'm riding a high right now like i have been giddy all fucking day i haven't felt this much serotonin like ever i think since birth (laughs) since birth that probably wasn't that great either to be honest um (laughs) but yeah it's it's spooky season uh so my bestie danielle and i we host the spooky hour podcast um that pretty much sums it up we do spooky shit um so usually we split it i am the white girl with a true crime podcast so i split it usually i do the true crime so unique she does something haunted and spooky um we're shaking it up this week though we're switching so i'm gonna do a ghost story Ooh,
0: she's versatile yeah
1: no but it's just it's a hoot we started doing it uh I don't know why we started doing. it, To be honest, we like were, were those white girls where we're like, we should totally have a reality TV show. Oh my god, totally! Um, and we couldn't afford that, so then we just did a podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who the hell has Kardashian money? Like, let's. Be... I
1: wish I did. I'm still petitioning for Chris to adopt me. I have been trying for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, that would, I would solve love all to of have, my problems.
0: I would love to have a mom that I can just fuel all my hate fire towards and be <laughs> famous in the process that's truly she's the She's like
1: so good at making them famous like yeah. she's a genius i love those memes where it's like anytime there's a breaking story it's like chris jenner closing her laptop
0: <laughs> or like you're doing great sweetie
1: yeah i love it she's just an icon i i don't love the whole like kardashian culture quote unquote but like no
0: oh my god i mean hey all the power to you momager wait hold on We've been friends for, like, how long? I don't even remember how we became friends. All I remember is that we went to college together in the same program. Shout out to you, MBM. Love you, Marnie and Tony. But, like, how the hell did we, like, get so close again?
1: Uh, do, you, do you want me to say the actual story that I messaged you the other day?
0: I would love you for you to tell me because I clearly can't remember. I'm drunk out of my mind right now.
1: Okay. So, like, I feel like we'd always sort of, like, quasi-talked a little bit. Uh, and then, like, one day you had gotten on the bus and you just sat down. And you're like, man, I'm pretty sure there's still lube in my ass. And I was like, <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Hi. Good morning. It's fucking eight a.m. Like, was it eight a.m.? It was like morning. Like it was early. And then it was just kind of like I don't know. We, you just kept saying things, and I just kept accepting it. Like,
0: <laughs> legend has it that same lube is still in my ass to this day.
1: Probably. And then graduation day, I just remember you were hungover as all shit. Like. Mm-hmm falling asleep in the lineup they kept telling you to get back in line you're like, no. (laughs) No,
0: I'm not gonna do it. I need my drink. I got like a flask with me. I'm going to use my diploma as you just gotten back from vacay
1: or something. Like you were vacation drunk. I can't I'm pretty sure.
0: Maybe. I don't know. It was great
1: though. And there's a picture of us and you're just like wrecked. (laughs) And it's on like the Durham College Facebook page. I love it. You know
0: what? I can be gay or smart. I can't be both. (laughs) It's not going to happen.
1: You chose wisely.
0: (laughs) I did chose wisely. I did chose. I did choose. See, how to English? (laughs) How? I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyways.
1: I don't know. That's going to be another thing. Like, (laughs) I'm a mess already. Like, I'm I'm a little stoned right now. And, like, I will fuck up my words a whole bunch. So we're just going to get over it. I have a lisp. It's it's a thing. A podcaster with a lisp. It's fine.
0: (laughs) We're going to get fucking right into it because it's a Halloween special we love a Halloween special oh my god and I know we're gonna be taking a little bit of a detour from like how my episodes usually go because it's always informative and shit but Halloween specials are never like you know with the status quo of the show I mean hello so they're meant to be fun they're meant to be a one-off kind of thing and look at one night stand for those who subscribe (laughs) to my patreon thank you um <laughs> so, i love that yeah right so we're gonna be talking all about sex but like scary fucking shit about sex it's yeah truly fucking terrifying because okay i love sex i <laughs>
1: what what i know
0: Mind blowing. me what about you richard the giant penis <laughs> oh no he's fully having a little orgasm he's not nap.
1: that into it <laughs> he's
0: not he's having a post-orgasm nap right
1: now. oh gotcha yeah
0: good for him not me happy and healthy i don't know whatever that song goes um so i love sex i love everything about sex but you know what sometimes sex can be fucking scary and frightening
1: and one of the things you said to me when you like initially asked if we'd be down to the to do this is like you 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 said something about like love makes you do crazy things like sex makes you do crazy things so that's i kind of took it and ran with it for this so that's like my overall theme
0: i love it I fucking love it. I briefly listened to your episode, your um, Valentine's special. And
1: yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. I
0: love it. I love it. So, thank you. Um, I'm ready to go into this bareback. No Let's preparation whatsoever. I have not douched. Oh, wow. I know. Ooh, this is the first one.: me. It's mm. messy. She is a messy bottom.
1: I love it.
0: She's a messy bottom. So <laughs> I'm like ready for you to give me everything you got. Let's do mama. it. Let's do it. Okay. Do
1: um, it. So I decided to cover some crimes of passion for tonight. Um, because I was thinking, like, how do you make sex and scary and murder? Like, it just doesn't sound like fun. So this is what I came up with. Um, one of my stories has, like, a spooky ending to pay homage to my co-host, Danielle, who couldn't make it tonight. Um, she is a newborn, so, like, shout yeah, out she to she rests in like, peace.
0: Oh, wait, no, yeah. she's newborn, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, like, the same the thing, same right? Thing, having a kid <laughs> and dying. For... Um, so, yeah. So these are bananas, and I'm really excited to get into them. Um, I, always, I always feel weird saying, like, I'm excited to get into a crime, but, like, this is just who I am. Um... <laughs> So I'm going to start with the definition of a crime of passion for those who may not be familiar with the term. So direct from Cornell Law School, quote, in criminal law, a crime of passion is a crime committed in the, quote, heat of the moment, in response to a provocation, as opposed to one that was premeditated or deliberated. Is that what that word says? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in simple terms, <laughs> Love makes you do crazy things, so they use this in court to try to get you from like one of the degrees down to like a manslaughter, basically. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. I don't want to say a cop out because like, no, it's a cop out. I'm gonna say yeah, it. It truly really
0: <laughs> is. I mean, yeah. like, like you know what? Next time I try to kill a man, I will fully be like.
1: But he hurt my feelings. <laughs> All right. Ten years. All right.
0: <laughs> ten days so, behind bars.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with, like, the wildest story because, like, I just want to get right into it. Um, so for reference, I chose this one because the headline for the article was, quote, diaper wearing astronaut jailed in love triangle plot. So thank you, Denver <laughs> Post. Um, <laughs> So, Lisa Nowak has all uh, she had always wanted to become an astronaut, and in July 2006, she did just that. Um, After a super lengthy process and receiving a master's degree in aeronautical engineering, a word I can't even pronounce, she traveled to space on the Discovery as a mission specialist. She was a married mother of three, and people looked up to her for being like this career woman with a family.
0: Good for her. Um,
1: So in 2004, a couple years before her space journey, she began an affair with another astronaut named William O'Fellan. Uh, In 2005, William divorced his wife and after 19 years of marriage, Lisa and her husband separated early in 2007. Um, So they thought they were going to be together. It was going to be happy and wonderful. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Shortly after Lisa left her husband, William revealed that he was in an exclusive relationship with Air Force Captain Colleen Shipman according to william lisa was quote disappointed but had taken the news fairly well i feel like that's like every man post breakup no, she's doing great
0: <laughs> she's fine she's fine she's great. i swear i like, checked on like her. A champ.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in reality lisa was not taking it very well um she snuck into his apartment late one night and started going through his emails where she found hundreds of love notes between william and colleen one of the emails revealed that Colleen would be flying from Houston to Orlando that day. So Lisa thought she'd meet her there. Uh, Lisa got in her car and drove 900 miles in one night to arrive at the Orlando airport. So the headline slash rumor here is that she wore a diaper the whole way so that she wouldn't have to stop for a bathroom break, which is like honestly genius.
0: That's true. I mean, people like do that during the ball drop in New York. I mean, do they really?
1: Is that how they stand there that literally? long? Literally,
0: like they're gonna wear the pens or something because it you're stuck in the fucking fun. crowd. No, it doesn't. I mean, like, also, I, ooh, I
1: might be on TV the same time as Mariah Carey. Like, <laughs> oh, I love for Christmas. <laughs> That's my
0: favorite. Truly, like she owned it. But like, yeah, people do wear diapers so that they don't have to. But like, also, wouldn't you have to stop for fucking gas?
1: I, I guess. I don't know. She stopped for gas, but not the bathroom. But hold on for a second, because I do say that that will be debunked in just a minute. Um, Possibly debunked. But for the the purpose of the article, she was wearing a diaper. Um, Okay. (laughs) Once she arrived at the airport, she kept a close eye on Colleen as she arrived. Uh, Colleen was delayed due to a luggage issue. So Lisa sat in the airport for like hours just watching her from a distance. Um, She was wearing a wig and a trench coat, which is like not obvious at all not sketchy not like your stereotypical disguise Um,
0: (laughs) totally blending in
1: yeah totally blending in. everybody always wears trench coats and wigs to the airport um colleen headed to a shuttle bus like back to the parking lot and lisa followed and was like sitting real close to her for the entire ride Uh, once they arrived lisa approached colleen and told her that her boyfriend didn't show up to take her home uh colleen did not want to let her into the car the woman in the trench coat and the wig um but she offered to call like a friend or a cab for her uh lisa refused and she whipped out some pepper spray and sprayed her in the face (laughs) Um. (laughs) she's taking the breakup well like really well Almost made me spit out my drink, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that happen. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um, So luckily, Colleen was able to hit the gas and flee the scene to call the police. Um, So they arrested Lisa. And upon her arrest, uh, investigators found hundreds of dollars in cash, printouts of the emails between William and Colleen. More pepper spray, a knife, rubber tubing, gloves, a BB gun, a mallet, and a computer disc that had images of bondage scenes on it for some reason. I could not That's piece sexy. that together. Like, was she just watching it on her way? Or, like, was it like...
0: Listen, when you need to rub one out, even when you're on the road, <laughs> you really
1: need to. I won't stop for the bathroom, but you're damn right I'll stop for an so orgasm. to jack off. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Um, so they also found the diapers that the headline had spoken about, but Lisa's lawyer claimed that these were actually like her toddler's diapers. Uh something about <laughs> like there was a huge- hurricane. <laughs> An adult <laughs> diaper for a toddler. The article I read repeatedly said like at least three times these are not NASA grade diapers. I was like, hold on, there's NASA grade diapers.
0: <laughs> Listen, for when you have that zero G diarrhea. <laughs>
1: I feel that. Some post Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> I laughed too hard. I lost my spot. Oh, no. Um, So Lisa was charged with attempted kidnapping and burglary with assault, making her the first active duty astronaut to face felony charges. Congrats. Um, She was fired from NASA about a month after the attack. And William was let go in 2007 simply because fuck him, I guess. Like, I was trying to figure (laughs) out what he did wrong there. Like, was the affair the reason, I guess? Yeah. So Lisa's legal counsel filed an insanity plea uh, claiming she suffered from OCD, insomnia, and depression. Uh, Friends and family claim that her mental health declined after the shuttle Columbia crashed on February 1st, 2003. The disaster uh, claimed the lives of seven astronauts, one being Lisa's friend, Laurel Clark. Um, So the question started to arise as to why NASA didn't catch these changes in the mental health. Because um, apparently it was like a rapid decline, like her friends and family all noticed, but NASA was just like, go into space.
0: I mean, like, who would have thought that spending all that time alone in the deep recesses of space could be bad for your mental health? Who knew? Um, apparently space- there's like a
1: a whole movie about this uh i can't remember the name but natalie portman's in it apparently the movie's terrible but it does look at that aspect of the mental health um like being in space and like being like detached from reality sort of um i'm not gonna watch it star but if you wars. would like to watch it it's called star wars <laughs> just watch star wars instead <laughs> um, so oh blah, the disasters came alive life. Sorry, I keep losing my spot because we keep laughing. (laughs) Um, So the astronauts have to go through uh, rigorous training, testing, and screening before even being considered to be on a mission. Um, But NASA only tests recruits when they're first hired into the program. So Lisa's first and only psychiatric evaluation took place in 1996.
0: Standards were pretty high then.
1: Yep. Yep uh so lisa herself probably would have been afraid to seek help because it would most likely mean she would be bumped out of the lineup for the space trip something that she had worked like her entire life for um and then like you said it was also alleged she had a hard time adjusting to life after her trip to space um her family said she was like disconnected from her day-to-day activities she had no joy um so like major red flags that probably should have been caught long before she attacked someone at an airport she pled guilty to burglary and misdemeanor battery. Uh, the judge recognizes this was her first offense and that mental health probably had a significant role. So he gave her one year of probation, community service, and directed her to write an apology letter to Colleen. Um in two thousand eleven. <laughs> she was so her. easy. I'm yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that oh, a woman can get
0: away with like the bear. Literally
1: woman. attacking someone with pepper I love spray.
0: Listen, if um, it was a man, it'd be like gross. You need more. But it's a woman. I love So you're woman. like, congrats. Yeah. Love that for her. Good
1: for her. Oh, is that feminism?
0: <laughs> it's truly the definition of feminism. When we all treat our criminals equally.
1: I mean, it's well, true. Cough Brock Turner. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like am i wrong <laughs> um, so on top of that she was given an other than honorable discharge from the navy and she was demoted uh, she ended up leaving the service altogether um colleen was pissed uh, and i think rightfully so she actually suffered quite a bit of ptsd as a result of the attack um, she really thought she was going to be murdered that day. Like she did an interview where she said, quote, it was in her eyes, a blood chilling expression of limitless rage and glee, which I love that. She sounds like a writer. Yeah. Colleen suffers like nightmares and dizzy spells. Uh, she says she feels the need to keep weapons on her to protect herself at all times. But I just was like, isn't that all of America? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> isn't that just like the thing You're on guard your all the time. or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. On the bright side, things worked out with William. So Colleen and William both retired the military in 2008, moved to Alaska, got married, had a baby, did the thing. Um, And then to end this on a positive note, NASA ended up uh, instituting annual psychological screenings for astronauts as a result of this case.
0: Good for them. I mean, Uh,
1: like 20 years too late, but like good for them.
0: Good for them. And also like NASA finally implementing mental health tests like isn't it hard enough to be like a fucking genius up in outer space let alone to be alone and by yourself on the fucking like shuttle and like in deep space nobody can hear you fart so like, <laughs> I, I can't really like enjoy my farts if no one's there also like does this story, right does the story mention anything about them fucking in space
1: oh no because then
0: would that be called the light <gasps> I year wonder. club
1: the light i would year think high so club? the light year yeah the light year mm-hmm. <laughs> high club right i think I'm that's what saying. it would be called and just just for your sake i'll say yeah they probably fucked in space they probably oh, they fucked truly in truly
0: good for them that'll be the first <laughs> space baby ever born oh my good god that's so funny yeah how the would space you baby. That's an actual fucking alien.
1: I'm literally trying to picture how to have sex in space now. How does that work? Do uh, like, I would imagine
0: that like you splooge in the air and then just, the like, woman would like, <laughs> yeah, the woman would fully like labs out and just like aim and float in space. like.
1: <laughs> or have you read, I'm recently seeing something, I think it's from like the Mormon church called Soaking. <laughs> have you seen that? <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. <laughs> Honestly, that's though, what I'm picturing space sex is like, though.
0: Literally? Okay, hold on. The Mormons kind of have a point because there are days when I'm way too goddamn lazy to thrust into oh, that's fair. open booty. I'm just like, I'm really tired. I'm hard, but I'm tired. So I'm going to get my ride or die to come jump on the bed and do the thrusting for me. because. But like I'm none of them lazy. thrust in
1: the Mormon thing. Like they just, uh, but, like, although I found it this morning, I just this is just coming back to me now. Sometimes they get a friend to jump on the bed.
0: Yeah, exactly. I would love to get a ride or die to do that for me. I, I'd pay. I'll pay good money.
1: Logical, but like, God. I mean,
0: honestly, like the logic of them having someone else do the motion for them in order to stay pure is so fucking funny to me. Isn't that
1: like hilarious?
0: When, or like when Catholic girls they stay pure through anal. <laughs> <Good for them. laughs>
1: That's so wild i feel I'll like just it. do it at that point like you know what i mean like it's like
0: yeah i know like we're literally all going to hell the world is literally on fire you might as well have an just orgasm or two do it just fine
1: <laughs> like okay, you're I'm literally ready. in the position okay right. i'm ready for um, round, two. round two let's go <sighs> um <laughs> you're like really ready um oh, yeah. So this is, like, the worst possible episode of Catfish, this next one. Um, <laughs> I hated how entertained I was about it. Um Shulman so 22- is hot. Sorry. Is he? Do you? Mm. Uh, he's my kind. I find of him like- annoying.
0: That's the thing I like about uh, men who are, like, annoying, that I can smack them to tell them to shut up.
1: Right. And okay. And then I can
0: cover their mouth until I fuck the shit out of them. Great. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're looking to you super that Great. To
1: see <laughs> um, so 22-year-old Brian Barrett was, like, super into internet chat rooms. Uh, in 2006, he joined a website called pogo.com under the username Beefcake.
0: <laughs> With the E's as a three.
1: You know what? I think it was. <laughs> I didn't write it that way, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, he then met a woman named Tall, Hot, Blonde. I'm not making this up. Um, and started engaging in deep conversations. Eventually, Miss Hot Blonde revealed that she was actually an 18 year old woman slash girl. I don't know what to dictate. Someone what at does that, that age, woman
0: slash girl. Well,
1: because like uh, I want to say 18 year old woman, but 18 like
0: is like a girl in different a, standards.
1: Okay, I mean, to put I it into it. context, uh, she later talks to a 46 year old man. So that's why I had oh. a hard time, like.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. why I wanted to call her girl, just to like.
0: Okay, yeah. No, that, that is a child.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a child at 18. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still a am. child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so her name was Jessie, was the end of that. Jessie's girl. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. I love that. Um, <laughs> the two became quite close, but Jessie revealed that she had another online relationship with a user named Marine Sniper. These are so funny. Um, so she said that They're he was actually...
0: They're all aren't they? These they are
1: all, BK, oh, yes. I, this, all I think blonde. this is like Alabama or something. Like this was like a southern state. Alabama,
0: aw. Where you yeah. family by fate, but lovers by choice.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so she said that her boyfriend was Brian's co-worker, Thomas Montgomery. Um, so Thomas told Jesse that he was also 18.
0: Fun. To- Fun. Told her. Told her. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: their online relationship continued and she started sending risque photos to Thomas. Uh, in a super romantic gesture, Thomas popped the question in the chat room <laughs> and the two became e-engaged or something. Um like Everything.
0: online engagement? Like on yeah, a hotel like, or something? Or, oh
1: my god, you just brought up the fucking deepest memory. Have a hotel. Or club that's what penguin. I'm picturing now. They became <laughs> they became club penguin engaged. Aww. Um so yeah, they were they were engaged, but only on the internet. Um. So everything was magical until reality came crashing in. Thomas's daughter discovered the chats one day while snooping through his computer. Uh, she ran and told her mom, who was obviously not stoked about the situation. She found Jesse's email and sent her a photo of the real forty-six-year-old Thomas, along with herself and their three children. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sexy.
1: Yeah. Oh, and That's it's the new. He's dick pic. like. He looks like you're like movie creep you know what i mean he's got like the coke bottle glasses with the eye
0: bags and the cheekbones showing to its extremities like i'd cry
1: if someone sent me that picture
0: (laughs) oh that's so hot i love a weak man (laughs) oh he's definitely a a weak man oh i love a man on the verge of death yeah (laughs) hit me up mark zuckerberg oh you're so sexy
1: on her wedding day (laughs) the guy's like in a wheelchair like barely alive
0: Listen, when you look like Michael Sarah, Mark Zuckerberg, or Jesse Eisenberg, and you are, like, truly on the verge of death and you look like you're starving, hit me up. Yeah, so I can feed you with my jizz.
1: Do you remember Cassandra from MBM? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She has a thing for guys that look like that, but also, like, live in a van and, like, write music and have, like, long, gross hair, but, like, are still on the verge of death. And I make fun of her all the time. I'm mean, like, you're literally, first of all, engaged to a very well-off man who bought you a giant ring. And you're still looking at this spaghetti noodle over here. <laughs> like,
0: yes. Uh, we love a hermit. Love it. Love it. Love a man who's not bound to anything. Red flags. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's what that's what Jesse got. Um. So she broke up with him and ran back to Brian, who confirmed that his co-worker really was a married father of three. Um. Why he didn't tell her in the beginning is just like beyond. But that's fine. Um. Brian comforted Jesse, and eventually they beca- the pair began flirting, and another true internet romance rose from the ashes. Um, Brian and Jesse teamed up against Thomas in the open public chats, uh, so they called him out as a predator, and even went as far as revealing his real name. Despite all of this, uh, Jesse was continuing to message Thomas on the side, uh, and she was, like, still flirting with him, still trying to lead him on. Uh, And Thomas had come to the conclusion that Jesse wanted to be with him, but Brian was the one getting in the way. Uh, On September 15th, 2006, Thomas decided to take matters into his own hands and save his relationship with Jesse. His solution was to get Brian out of the way. He drove to the factory where the men worked together and waited until 10 p.m. when Brian's shift ended. He approached Brian from behind and shot him three times in the neck and left arm. He fled the scene, leaving Brian to die. His body was discovered two days later when his coworkers returned to work on Monday. So he was killed on a Friday. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Um. Police narrowed in on Thomas fairly quickly. Apparently, there was like a rumor about this internet love tri- triangle going around the office. Um. They were extremely concerned for Jesse's safety with the crazed Thomas on the loose, and they drove to her home to offer like protection or whatever police do um when they arrived jesse's mother mary opened the door the officers told her why they had come and she broke down into tears in an incredible twist mary confessed that thomas had never spoken to her 18 year old daughter mary had been using her photos to pose online the whole time and it was actually her that was involved with both men Um, and yes she forced her daughter to take sexy photos to post in online chats so Good for you, mom. Like she's like, wow I gave birth to something this cute. I will. Use I it. get
0: to use it. Yeah, that is very Chris Jenner.
1: Oh my god, it is.
0: That that is Chris Jenner energy.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Brian was the only one in this fucked up love triangle who actually was who he said he was um thomas montgomery was sentenced to 20 years in prison for the murder of brian barrett um mary somehow avoided any charges for sending intimate photos of her daughter to strange men but that's fine um mary because <laughs> she's a woman she's fine yeah yeah that's actually the theme of this podcast because i'm a woman um because I'm a woman mary's... i can get away with anything yeah <laughs> mary's husband divorced her and jesse never spoke to her mother ever again wow. the internet's a crazy place
0: I mean, it's free. Holy shit. And that's, that's the problem of the whole thing. <laughs> Good for mom, but like, goddamn, girl, you caused this drama. Like, people you died. Away- Yeah, over this drama. Uh, listen, I feel like if anything to learn from this story. Is that men shouldn't be talking to women online. Ever. Ever. <laughs> like don't even say hi. Don't even compliment us. Yeah. Like, don't just shut the fuck up and like double tap the picture and move on your mind. And move way. on. Yeah. So it's just it. like
1: everything that that a man says on the internet for whatever reason just instantly comes across as creepy. Like that's always. Gross. I don't know what it is. Even
0: even if you say, Oh my God, you're so cute. Ugh. Move, move
1: i'm sorry for your loss ew like ew.
0: like i'm fully grieving and then you're sending your condolences are yeah, like, you are you trying to sleep with, with
1: me you? <laughs> this is sounding like more of a me problem than a man on the internet problem
0: <laughs> really projecting onto my podcast her, <laughs> oh
1: god get me to a
0: pumpkin patch right
1: now <laughs> immediately <laughs>
0: oh my god i'm getting really hot like are you it well, has nothing because, to do with
1: the like three drinks you've had already i'm sure
0: it's five excuse me oh um, done uh yeah like it's a bunch of margaritas some vodka mud shakes and like two glasses of rose
1: oh my gosh i'm vomiting yeah. just thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this makes me loose and warmed up for round 3. Mama.
1: Absolutely. Oh, um so round 3 is also like a little bit fucked up. Um this is what you get for writing me on your podcast. I love um it, it. also I love takes it also takes place in 2006, so apparently that was, like, the worst year for relationships. Uh, this one takes place in Belgium, actually. 38-year-old Els Van Doren. Love their
0: waffles, by the way. Shout out to you. The best waffles. waffles.
1: Mm-hmm. Shout out to Belgian waffles. Um, Blue I or so Belgian. So off topic, but we had, like, a trivia thing in school, and someone's like, name a Belgian food, and I said waffles, and they're like, waffles. wrong, it's chocolate. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs>
0: that's rude the disrespect onto the belgian waffle i can't
1: Excuse believe me. i didn't even know belgians like were famous for chocolate but the waffles are like that's it like it's on their flag is it not
0: <laughs> it's literally on their crest and their uh, oath swearing when you become a <laughs> you belgian swear citizen. on the waffle <laughs> yeah when you're on fucking courtroom or shit you swear Same. on the waffle and the chocolate right? i love, love it, it.
1: Um, So 38-year-old Els Van Doren was a member of a skydiving club. Um, She was apparently really experienced in the quote-unquote sport. I don't know if it's called a sport, but it looked pretty physical, so I'm going with it. Um, Whatever she did, she did it often. Um, In November of 2006, she took off with her club to perform a routine that they had been practicing. Uh, They left at 13,000 feet in the air, and the most horrific thing possible happened. She noticed her chute ropes had been cut. She fell to her death at 120 miles per hour, landing in someone's garden. Um, I don't know. Feel free to cut this out in editing, but, like, the the video's up there. I personally haven't seen it, but there are those weird people that do want to go look at it. Um, I don't want to look at it, so do with that what you will. four years after her tragic death an investigation led to an interesting discovery the married mother of two was having an affair with a member of the skydiving club a man named marcel summers in another twist it turns out that marcel was also having an affair with another member of the skydiving club and her name was also Els. i don't know if that's just like a common name or like you're gonna um... fuck
0: me or (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Els.
1: i love that that was good. You're just always on, eh? Like I'm always
0: turned on. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, El's Coddlemans was a 26-year-old school teacher with a history of mental health issues. Um, the worst part is that El's Coddlemans was part of the group that jumped together on that day. So all three of them were up in the air at the same time.
0: Ooh, yeah. awkward. <laughs> have <an> awkward situation. <laughs> Give the drama. Mm.
1: Um, So investigators initially brushed over the other L's in their questioning because she was like a close friend of the victim. Um, I'm going to insert a content warning here for mentions of suicide. Um, A few months after the initial questioning, investigators asked L's C if she would come in for an additional statement. And just a few hours before that, um, she attempted suicide. She survived, but this was a big warning flag to the investigative team. She was officially named a suspect and charged with the murder of L's Van Doren. So four years after the murder, the trial uh, finally commenced. The entire country was fascinated by the case, and it was actually aired on live television. Um, the trial lasted four weeks. So people watched this for four weeks. And uh, LC did not speak for herself at all during the entire trial. Her legal team pled innocent, though, and said their client denied any and all charges. Uh, The prosecution alleged that Els had walked in on Marcel and Els V. And in an attempt to like smooth out the situation, he separated the women. So he led Els V upstairs and told Elsie to stay downstairs to like calm down and he'll like come talk to her about it kind of thing. Um, Because it's always
0: wise to tell a woman to calm down. Okay.
1: Absolutely. In in the same house as the other woman you're sleeping with, too. That's like where I'm the most zen. Um, So. They claim that Elsie heard the pair banging upstairs and became enraged. Um, instead, instead of getting her revenge on the spot, L- they claim that Elsie found the other Elsie's parachute and cut the ropes before leaving the house. Um, there was never any physical evidence tying her to the crime, and she still has never confessed to this day. But the judge did find her guilty of premeditated murder, and she was sentenced to 30 years in jail. Oh, I wanted to get away with it she didn't i'm sorry uh, that's not feminism that's very anti-feminist i'm sorry oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> D- justice for l's justice for l's. justice for l's. <laughs> justice or l's
1: Do you know i would have done the same thing i would have sh- can you imagine like uh, to calm down just just stay here and then you go upstairs and start fucking the other woman with like, <laughs> balls on that man like
0: <laughs> that dick better be extremely good i mean you better be it had to be me good, wild. right you better yeah. be fucking me while we're skydiving
1: I knew you were gonna say that. I the, while I was saying the skydiving, I'm like, I bet he's gonna ask how that works, like how the SpaceX works. Yeah, um, right. it's probably invigorating. Probably it must
0: be. That's the only thing I have yet to do. I, well, actually, no, that's a lie. I've yet to have sex in a graveyard, but I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> in the spirit of spooky season. Um, <laughs> true story. That is my fear, and uh, I really want to get over it. I'm willing, I'm trying graveyards to. Graveyards in apartment. general,
1: or sex in a graveyard? Sex in a graveyard. Oh. Yeah, sex in a graveyard. It's a weird fear.
0: I know because it's, it's like very it, specific. <laughs> it, it's a very specific thing I need to get over. But um, I also would like to try having sex while doing an extreme sport such as skydiving. Yeah. Or I could be bungee jumping for all I care. I would or like... just go
1: to one of those, like, um, you know, the fake ones. There's one in Whitby where you like jump in the wind tunnel
0: and have just sex rent the wind tunnel the wind for tunnel. the day. <gasps>
1: yeah. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> okay, I'm making my trip to. It's Wisconsin. a
1: little safer, right? No one, no one could die potentially. Yeah, but that's Maybe. not fun. Side I disclosure here. <laughs> um,
0: Holly, the whole point of me having sex while in an extreme sport is because the thought of the dying near death feeling
1: is yeah, the one okay, that I gets feel that. me to
0: come. It's the <laughs> thing that gets me to come. That's why I need to be on the verge of death. That's why I, I ask might every die? guy. That's why I ask every guy to like choke the shit out of me because. In the words of Alan Long, I don't want to die, but I don't want to be sure I'm going to live.
1: I I have been there. Um, Wow, this is TMI. But there was one time where like, I was a little tipsy in all fairness. So like, this was probably good on Carl's part. But he like stopped. And I was like, why did you stop? And he's like, your eyes were literally rolling back. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't say stop. (laughs) He's like, Holly, I think you were passing out. I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's not a stop.
1: That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, like, good looking back, I it, probably a wise decision on his part. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, two bottles of rosé in, like... Uh, but honestly,
0: come on, Carl. Like, no, when your woman says stop and, like, keep going. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling my eyes means it's fucking good. Keep yeah. Going. <laughs> but what a gentleman. Good for Carl.
1: Yeah. I'll give him kudos there. I wasn't yeah. happy in the moment, but looking back, I probably might have died. Um, <laughs>
0: The ultimate orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so on to the final round. Are you ready? Are Ooh, you the prepped? dessert? Are the you dessert good round. To yeah, go? I'm rubbing
0: my nipples right now. Actually,
1: amazing. <laughs> he is. I can confirm this. Um, so I saved the spooky one for last. Uh, this one comes from Saint Augustine, Florida, which is scary enough. Um, it comes from the. You're gonna make fun of my pronunciation here, Castillo de San Marcos.
0: <laughs> um, A for effort. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, It's like a a hesitant A for effort. you look like you're in pain a little bit. A minus. A minus. There we go. In 1784, Colonel Garcia Marti and his young wife Dolores moved to St. Augustine from Spain. Apparently, the colonel was a shit husband and often neglected Dolores, which led her eyes to wander to the colonel's assistant, Captain Manuel Abella. Again, make fun of my pronunciation. Um... (laughs) (laughs) according to local legends Dolores was known for wearing a very specific floral perfume Uh, one morning when the captain arrived for their daily meeting the colonel smelled a very familiar scent he knew right then that his wife was having an affair the next day Dolores and the captain disappeared vanished just gone no one knew where they were hmm. um when questioned about the strange disappearances the colonel claimed that dolores had suddenly fallen ill and was taken to her aunt's home in spain to recover uh, allegedly she claimed she didn't want to return to saint augustine so she was like moving there permanently She just up and left to go back to spain um The captain was allegedly sent to Cuba on a special assignment. Everyone thought this was bullshit, but for some reason they just accepted it and moved on. Um, So the legend continues centuries centuries later when a local man was touring the fort and for some reason decided to, like, tap along the walls as he was walking. Uh, He hit a strange hollow spot and decided to move the bricks away, which... The, the bricks were not cemented down, I guess. Um, <laughs> and he exposed a secret hiding spot behind the wall. He brought his lantern to the hole. Insert joke here. Um, <laughs> I love a good hole. <laughs> He found the skeletal remains of two people shackled to the wall. Guests believe that Dolores and her lover still wander the halls, trapped there till the end of time. But that's not all. Apparently they have some ghostly friends keeping them company. Uh, the Castillo de San Marcos has a long deadly history dating back to the 1500s. Visitors claim to see Spanish soldiers marching the grounds, the spirits of a Seminole man leaping over the gates as if he was like escaping the grounds, and a lone soldier who's known to stand at the very edge of the fort to watch the sunset every night Uh, people have claimed to see strange lights throughout the the grounds of the fort and guests have experienced uh sounds sudden chills unexplained illnesses and even the feeling of a cold hand on the back of their neck (laughs) all in all seems like a great place for a vacay
0: truly let's go to st augustine 2022 bitches
1: (laughs) <laughs> probably 2023 i don't know when any of this when, shit
0: works yeah truly <laughs> time doesn't time doesn't work times not. i've enough. been
1: trying to figure out the travel thing because like i am in desperate need of a vacation mm-hmm. but i'm too mm-hmm. lazy to figure out like who needs me to do what to go where so i'm just like you know what? i'm just gonna wait until, yeah. <laughs> until i can just go, get on a plane <laughs> hey you
0: know what go to expedia and they tell you what you need from the country you're going to and then they oh they have it all back. there yeah
1: that this is, is not sponsored
0: by Expedia, but thank you so much for coming. <laughs> I us. wish it was. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, speaking of travel, here is where I get to give you my main courses because these are, these are, you're so horny for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just reminded me I was going to wear double horns and make the joke about being horny.
0: horny. <laughs> oh, no. The audience doesn't need to know. You're wearing devil horns right now. It's fine. I am just not on your (laughs) head. So, speaking of travel, I have here some really horrific—get it, horrific, hor horrific, 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 horrific—scary stories from different parts of the world. Well, they're not scary. They're just like you know, sexual mishaps. Oh God! That could be a little. (laughs) So
1: they're scary. (laughs)
0: Truly terrifying. So, our first stop on the tour is China. Okay? And uh, I do have to disclose that these articles, I don't know if they're real. Who cares? It's on the internet. Everything on the internet is... It's Halloween. Yeah, it's all for fun. But anyways, our first stop is China, where a man... Obviously, A man is pursuing an affair and cheating on his wife with his assistant. So... The man and his assistant, they go inside the man's car, and they're getting it on, and they're doing it, they're doing the dirty, and she decides to go down on him and give him a blowjob. So they're in their car right now, okay? It's fully
1: parked. Is Okay, it's parked?
0: (laughs) Yes, it's parked, it's not moving, oh my god. But little do they know that in their parked car, a fucking big-ass van reverses at full speed- causing the collision and the girl chops down on <gasps> <his> dick <laughs>
1: oh my god
0: and guess who this is I the best part I don't even have a
1: dick and I feel like I felt that
0: yeah I truly I felt it too but this is the best part you know who called the paramedics on this couple the investigator that was hired by the man's wife <gasps> oh no <laughs>
1: So that's how she finds out he's cheating. <laughs> not only is he cheating, he also has just lost his dick. His dick. Like, yep. even yep. if she wanted him back, it's like, for what? <laughs>
0: for what? Like, uh, I got no use for you now. Oh, like, my God. It's not going to hit my molars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now you got a vagina like me, but I want something inside of me. Um,
1: so I'm going to share another personal story that i never thought I would share on any stream of anything ever. Um, again, (laughs) Rose was involved. I need to stop drinking. Um, we were driving home from a friend's house in a fucking thunderstorm, might I add on the highway doing highway speeds. And I decided that now was the time that I wanted to perform oral sex. Mm -hmm. Um, I kept hitting neutral. We literally almost died. I kept, <gasps> we kept going into neutral, and Carl's like, "Okay, I appreciate the effort, but we need to pull over." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I Carl literally almost a killed gentleman us. like
0: that. Carl is such a gentleman. Good for you. Know, he's
1: very responsible. Like he's just, <laughs> <laughs> which I need because I am obviously not. <laughs> he's talking he's about your like, sex
0: life on a strange podcast. <laughs> <without> fucking <air>. here. <laughs>
1: open to an extent but i never thought i'd tell that particular story um uh, yeah hey, we almost died you, um, know what? you
0: there's the thing the keyword is almost we you, didn't
1: it worked very well we did it, pull over
0: had you like succeeded that would be a story to tell your grandkids i they hope to god driving. though
1: like in an instant like that you know how they do like the the, the crash investigation like they find out how the accident happened i hope they would never find that out like they, someone kept hitting the car into neutral like
0: <laughs> like what how is this girl like positioned in this specific way hitting the car in neutral what was she trying to do was she trying to reach in his pocket with his her mouth like <laughs> No, you're fully uh, trying to give the stick shift uh, blowjob. Yeah,
1: it, blow yeah, f- I was bad. I don't know why I try to do sexy things. I'm just like not good at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, same here. I never tried to do sexy things. No, I just like as long as you brush your teeth, you've washed your pits, we're good. Yeah. That's all I need. You show up
1: clean and ready. It's like fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Put on a little bit of cologne. I got some smooth jazz playing in the background. <laughs> the whole corny oh. shit i'll have like a camera record us and just before we orgasm it pans into the moon
1: oh that's romantic <laughs> i love that right
0: and we're doing it on a bearskin rug just like the straights
1: <laughs> just like the straights
0: by the fireplace <laughs>
1: uh, there's did always you watch fire recently <laughs> <laughs> wait which batman uh which one is it is one of the ones with katie holmes where there maybe it's not I don't know there's so many batmans they're in like a an old house and they literally like do it oh no, he probably i don't know. And then he bangs. i mean i don't know
0: i'll have an excuse to watch a rich man wear armor that shows off his nipples it's true it's That's true all he ever does
1: i can't and wait everyone, to see edward yeah. cullen do it
0: yeah Ooh, thank you edward cullen <laughs> um okay next on our stop on this spooky, sexy world tour is New Zealand, okay? (laughs) This is an article from NBC News, January 21, 2011. A woman was partially paralyzed from a hickey that caused her to have a small stroke. (laughs) The 44-year-old New Zealander went to the emergency room after she found out she couldn't move her left arm while she was watching TV. Doctors concluded that she had a stroke, but were perplexed as to why. They found a love bite, quote-unquote love bite, on her neck near a major artery and discovered a clot in the artery beneath the hickey, a very small br- vertical bruise. So because it was a love bite, there would be a lot of suction. <laughs> a keyword, suction. Mm. <laughs> because of the physical trauma, it had made a bit of bruising inside the vessel. Uh, the clot then traveled to the woman's heart, and then that's what caused the stroke. So then she was treated with anticoagulants, and the clot disappeared within a week. So good for her. So but, did
1: the hickey cause the clot, or was it already there?
0: The hickey was the one that caused the clot. Because literally, what a hickey is is fucking like damaging your arteries, your capillaries, on your skin. So that's going to cause a fucking clot.
1: <laughs> I remember my mom telling us when we were like in that, like, hickeys are cool phase that, like, they could give you a stroke. You're I mean, like, yeah, fuck off, mom. I'm like, wow.
0: Right. So I'm thinking, like, whoever gave this woman a hickey was like super precise in like sucking just the right spot, which gives me an idea of like the next time a man does cross me, I'm going to do a little bit of like anatomy <laughs> studying. I'm going to, like, <laughs> that's my hickey. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're not hearing anything, FBI, nothing at all. Yeah, <laughs>
0: because by the time he's like passed out, that clot has traveled. The hickey has completely. And you're none the wiser.
1: Like, what hickeys cause clots? Like What do you
0: mean, hickey? That's kind of like when you stab someone with an icicle because, you know.
1: Oh my that, god, yeah, that one's my favorite. Right. Oh <laughs> I my god, do we have so a often
0: <laughs> I feel like you would be the kind of girl to think about what would be your favorite method of killing and get away with it. Like how to get away with murder. <laughs>
1: Like, we talk about it alarmingly often. Um, my favorite is my brother-in-law. His his method of disposing of a body, you find an open grave, dig a little bit deeper, and then cover back up, and then they put someone else on top of it and cover it back up.
0: Good, f- good for him for thinking of that.
1: <laughs> um,
0: or unless you're willing to find, like, a really dedicated cannibal. That could be another one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like a butcher service. Yeah. (laughs) Just start a butcher box. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And then that'll be like your Sweeney Todd origin story. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) All right. Next on our tour, we're going to go to South Africa. If you're from Africa,
1: why are you? I know it's crazy. Oh my god, (laughs) mean girl joke. I was gonna say, I just met a lady from South Africa, and she told me that they have like bars on their windows Uh at their house. So like, I'm, I know it's already gonna be a crazy story.
0: Okay, ready? Get ready for this. So basically, what happened in uh, South Africa? Oh, uh, by the way, this was in February. Of 2015 from the Daily Mail, so obviously very reliable. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this what happened to a couple, uh, Sasha, who's 34, and Saul, who's 22. They were having sex and doing the nasty and doing their own little thing until they experienced something called penis captivus. It sounds exactly what you think it means. What do you think it means, Holly?
1: Okay so is it it's is it the penis that does the thing or is it not the penis that does the thing
0: It's not the penis that does the thing
1: Okay so I'm picturing like the movie where <laughs> there's can we see the movie where the teeth
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's essentially that penis captivus is um, here's the thing first with penis captivus it does happen but it is extremely rare basically what happens is that the vaginal walls clamp down way too hard so that you can't pull out
1: like ever <laughs> <speech. Or> just... <laughs> 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 is just like a forever
0: thing <laughs> i would love that yeah, but, um, um typical uh Muscle clamps are, like, a few seconds to, like, a couple of minutes. And then the the vaginal walls will, like, relax. This specific couple, it, like, went on for a couple hours. So long that, like, the guy was yelling for help that the neighbors called the cops. And then there was a crowd of, like, 2,000 people gathering in their apartment. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. God. Poor woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, no. so it sounds like a Gray's Anatomy episode or something.
0: The Halloween special is it? <laughs> it could be, I don't know. I don't watch Gray's, I'm not a faggot. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a little bit more to the story. According to the story that spread like wildfire through the neighborhood, they found that they could not separate afterwards, apparently, because the Um, What's her name? Sasha's like suspicious husband, Neil, who's like 42 years old, had gone to a witch doctor who put a curse on his wife's private parts before he left for business. What? (laughs) The curse, uh, the spell known as a Muthi, M-U-T-H-I, forgive me for saying that wrong is designed to make sure that if someone other than the husband tries to have sex with the wife, he will remain stuck until the husband returns to exact his revenge.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) That's insane.
0: I mean, you gotta, if you have a bar of gold, you're going to want a safety deposit box in the bank. (laughs) it's (laughs)
1: it's <laughs> one hell of a safety box. Box. <laughs> with state-of-the-art That's security crazy. technology
0: kind of like in the pacifier with vin diesel where you gotta like lasers and <laughs> fire on, <laughs> with the
1: vaginal you wall watch that <laughs> leave me alone The <laughs> people is hot okay shut up like, what an obscure reference
0: what <laughs> <today. laughs> He's hot! Okay? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Like fucking Mission Impossible? No, <laughs> thank you, Tom Cruise. Vin Diesel's the one that does it for me. <laughs> Good for
1: you. But that movie in specific, like that, that one. In particular. <laughs> oh
0: my god. So um in the article, I don't really know if they ever got separated. They probably are, because it'd be like weird. Um, but you know what? Don't go chasing vaginal clamps, as TLC once sang.
1: (laughs) I'm just like, I'm not gonna lie. This whole time, I'm like trying to picture what that must feel like. Cause, like, I mean,
0: how about you put your finger inside of your vagina right now? Right now,
1: (laughs) this is Howard Stern show. No, it's
0: actually Joe Rogan, but for the gays. (laughs) Um, It's Ho-Rogan.
1: I see a Halloween costume. I see a Halloween costume. Ho-Rogan. Ho-Rogan.
0: Or, like, just a really bald snail and call that slow Rogan. (laughs) Oh, my God. Or just, like, a really angry dude with... Uh, big bushy hair, Afrogan.
1: <laughs> oh, combine them all into one and become the Slow ultimate. Slow Rogan. Rogan. The oh, ultimate yeah. Rogan. The ultimate Rogan.
0: And me, the gay one, Homo Rogan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. Uh, who just
0: keep saying out of pocket things for no reason. <laughs> okay, the last. <laughs> I can't get through this. Okay, I feel like to end on like a really cute note. We're cute? gonna cute. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> cute is subjective, but <laughs> listen to the story. Um, our last destination on this spooky, sexy tour is Japan. Now, Holly. Do you remember from some years ago a little TV show called A Thousand Ways to Die?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So the number one way to die in that show is called Ichiboned. And here's why. <laughs> According to the Thousand Ways to Die fandom wiki, a young Japanese Yeah. Because it's This was very truly, serious
1: research. <laughs> it's very
0: serious research. We do hard-hitting research here on Second. Um a young Japanese couple named Hiroto and Sakura have been married for seven years and are very much in love with each other. Mm.
1: Aww.
0: However, they never engaged in sex, so they're both virgins. Um, so, this not is post dating is and thing.
1: post seven years?
0: Um, Doesn't really say. I, I guess they've just been virgins their entire life. Mm.
1: Yeah, so good for them. <laughs> good for them.
0: Virginity is not a real thing, but good for you anyway. <laughs> so, one day. The two finally decide to set their anxieties aside and consummate their marriage. So, like, they get married, and they finally, like, get over their fears, and they start to fuck. That evening, Hiroto returns home back from work, and the two take a drink of some wine. Gaining courage from consuming alcohol, the couple take it to the bedroom, this time there is no holding back. Hiroto and Sakura, as they're fucking, they both experience a simultaneous orgasm for the first and final time of their life. After the simultaneous climax, they succumb to heart attacks and die peacefully in their sleep.
1: Oh my god! I can't <laughs> tell if this is like romantic or horrible. Or horrible. How so, old were they? Uh,
0: they were like really, really young. I mean, not really, really young. I, I would say, I
1: would like twenties, thirties. I would
0: hazard a guess they were in their twenties or their thirties. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> so uh, first of all, the. The title Ichiboned is a play on the pun of the word Ichiban, meaning number one in Japanese. So Ichiban, oh, funny, funny. Witty. I
1: know. I like so that. Um,
0: a lot of the things on A Thousand Ways to Die is based on like urban legend or like just you know things get lost in the fray. Um, but some trivia on this, based on the Thousand Ways to Die wiki. Based on an urban legend of a shy Japanese couple named Sachi and Tamio Hidaka, they waited 14 years to consummate their marriage. They could barely make eye contact when fully clothed. Neighbors said they were very much in love, but more in regard to spirituality and mutual respect. So Sachi wrote in her diary, "Tamio and I are very much afraid, but it's now or never. Tonight is the night but the night turned deadly as they both had orgasms and died since their hearts were not able to cope with the levels of adrenaline and hormones released so wow i mean literally you come and you go right
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was going to say sex saves lives like
0: <laughs> sex saves lives sex takes lives sex giveth sex taketh away we can never underestimate sex <laughs> If there's anything that people want to take away from this episode, this Halloween special, it's that.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Amen. Right?
0: Ugh, gay man. That was gay wild.
1: <laughs> Can I get a gay man? Can I get a gay man up in here? <laughs> gay man. <laughs> yeah, that's really that was. Wild. That's insane. That's it's kind of cute because like. Yay, they're in love, I guess. Like, they love each other yeah. that much. They fucking died about it. Um, right? They love I've each other so much. I've never experienced that.
0: <laughs> not even with Carl?
1: <laughs> Up your game, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Just oh, let me die God. next time.
0: <laughs> I know. Just let me die. Just, like, let my eyes roll to the back of my head. Fuck. <laughs>
1: Shit. <laughs> oh, well, Carl. Man. If you
0: ever listen to this episode, you know what to do. Tighten your uh, grip. I-
1: I'm going to make sure he does not listen <laughs> to this <laughs>
0: Tighten your grip, and you, Holly, you tighten your vagina (laughs) wall.
1: Absolutely. He's never going anywhere ever again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's mine. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Uh, Holly, spending Halloween with you has been so much fun. This is
1: so fun. I honestly loved it. We haven't talked, like, other than, like, internet talks in, like, fucking forever. I know.
0: But, hey, you know what? When you're downtown and I'm downtown, we're going to totally hang. I love it. And um, I always ask my guests this, but um, can you make like a butt and plug away anything you want the audience to find? (laughs)
1: You're so fucking funny. Um, so like I said, at the start of this episode, we're well me, I'm from the spooky hour podcast with my best friend. I closed the thing that has our socials on it. Give me like half a second. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at spooky hour or you can find us on Instagram at a spooky hour podcast. And we're on all streaming platforms. I think we nailed them all at this point. If you can listen to a podcast on it, we're there.
0: Love it. Like, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. All
1: of the things. We're Even on iHeartRadio for some reason. I don't know how that happened, but (laughs) it makes you feel really cool. Right?
0: (laughs) And anyone that made it this far into this chaotic (laughs) Halloween special... Please give us a like, a listen, a thumbs up, a follow, however you want. Subscribe to my Patreon where you get all the juicy bonus content and more. And with that, listeners, all my little baby sluts, I love you. (laughs) Have a safe Halloween. Drink lots of alcohol i'm so drunk right now i don't know
1: <laughs> we always end our podcast with stay spooky so i'd like uh, to end with that
0: <laughs> you can end that i cheers, don't know cheers tim <laughs> cheers holly stay and spooky stay spooky, everybody and uh i will see you all at the next one bye thanks for listening to the sex ed with tim podcast sex ed with tim is created and produced by me tim lagman music is aces high by kevin mcleod Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdwithTim. You can also like and follow me on the SexEd with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Eu